0: Hello to all the Rugby League diehards and welcome to another episode of Six to Go. My name is Tom Campbell, and it's great to have your company. As we head into today's episode, you know how it works. We will cover six topics related to the game or even their own career. My guest this week is Brent Reid. Reid is one of the game's most prominent journalists not only appearing on Fox and Channel 9, but does commentary and analyst work for Triple M as well. He's the senior rugby league writer for The Australian, and I'm glad he could take some time out this week to come on the show. Hope you enjoy our chat. Here's Brent Reid. I'm joined by Brent Reid as the next guest of the 60 Go podcast. Hey, Reedy, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Good, thanks. It's so good to have you on, and I've got six topics to cover with you today, and I'll kick things off with Jason Tamalolo. Now, the non-vax players, is there any update you can give me, particularly to the two big ones in Nelson and Jason Tamalolo?
1: Well, I mean, obviously Nelson returned to training on yesterday, on Thursday, because he's got an exemption um, to return and train with the team again. You have to speak to Craig and Craig Bellamy and Frank Panissi before uh, he was given the green light to come back, because they wanted to make sure he was committed to the club, and he convinced him he was, and... You know, he's obviously able to get that medical exemption. So he's obviously returned to training. Uh, I think the exemption's initially for at least four to six months, and then it'll be revisited. But Melbourne are pretty confident he'll play the season. So I I think the Nelson saga looks like it's over. Um, And Jason, I think it's it's a similar vein from what I understand. I mean, he's got an exemption. He's able to train and play, and um, at some point it'll probably get revisited. But at the moment it looks like it's full steam ahead for both those guys. So... Um, Big news, obviously, for Melbourne and the Cowboys. Is it possible, or
0: has it been looked at at all, if the clubs would look to part ways with either of those players? Because if they didn't go down the route of getting Vax, then you know it would it would be a big drama later on. I know Jason's on a long term deal, obviously.
1: Yeah. Well, Melbourne were very close to parting ways with Nelson. Um, you know, they certainly explored that avenue and it looked like he it was Nelson. Um, he wasn't. a bit tipping to Jase because Jase has been training, as I understand it. Nelson wasn't in a training, wasn't returning phone calls. When the club wanted to talk to him, they had to go through his lawyer, wasn't even talking to his teammates. So um, they were definitely definitely exploring their options and whether they could terminate his contract if it had to come to that. So... Certainly, they looked at that. Well, I don't think the Cowboys, there's an appetite at the moment to get rid of Jason Tomlala. I mean, how long has he got left in that deal? Five or six years? Yeah, it's a long um, time. Yeah, you know, it's huge money. And he didn't have a great year last year and didn't really seem to hit it off with Toddy Payton, but, I mean, he's their best player. So, you know, I think, I don't think the Cowboys have gone down that path. There's been some murmurs that maybe um, uh, he may look to, to leave at some point, but, you know, at the moment it sounds like they're, they're in a pretty good spot. So, you know, I don't think the Cowboys want to lose Jason Tomolella. I know there's people up there who I've spoken to who said he'll be leaving over their dead body. So, you know, I don't think he's going anywhere.
0: Are there any players amongst the league that uh, are in a similar sort of vote with their vaccination status, but they haven't got this medical exemption yet? I know that the numbers would be very small, but Nelson's going to be a massive, play a massive role for the Storm this year, and Jason, obviously, for the Cowboys. Like, these are big names.
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple more, but I think they're in a similar boat where they're able to train and, play, train and play as it stands at the moment. Because most guys have had COVID now. I think over 80% of the games had COVID. And once you've um, had it, uh, if I understand it correctly, you get there's, there's an exemption period where you don't need to be vaccinated for anywhere from four to six months. So that covers those guys anyway. And there's only a handful left. I think it's, over, it's well over 95% of the games being vaccinated anyway. Um, So at the moment, it's not a big issue. Now, it might become a big issue midway through the year if guys persist in not being vaccinated and their exemptions are due for renewal. That that certainly could be an issue. But uh, as it stands right now, I don't think it's it's a problem for the clubs or the game.
0: I'd like to have a chat about the state of the Cowboys. To me, their salary cap just looks a little bit out of whack. You know, they've got Valentine Holmes, they're paying him big money, he's going to play centre. Like, it's a lot of money to pay a centre. They bring in Chad Townsend on big money. First of all, what do you think of the Chad Townsend deal?
1: Oh, I, I don't think there's any doubt they paid too much. Um, but, you know, there was a side that needed a half and a, a, a guy to lead them around the park, and Chad can do that now. They've had to pay a premium to get him there. That probably It probably has cost them too much, but you know, I mean, that, as I said, they've got a reasonably young side and they don't have a lot of leaders and they're outside, in their back. So, you know, maybe Chad can provide that. As I understand it, he's, he's hit it off with um, Scotty Drinkwater and he obviously knows Val from the Sharks. So um, he's built some good relationships up, up, relationships up there already. Uh, he's, a solid, he's a solid player, Chad. Now, you can debate the price tag, but halfbacks cost you money. That's just the way it is. Um, they've probably paid a bit too much for him, but if he, if he does the job they want him to do, it's going to take a lot of pressure off a lot of other guys in that team, particularly if you play that, you're playing hammer the hammer at fullback, you know, young bloke, um, you know, drink water or did in the house with him. Um, you know, it gives some leadership and some direction they lack. So they've, they've paid a lot of money for it, probably too much uh, on the face of it, but we'll see how it pans out.
0: They do have a couple of contracts coming off last year and this year. For example, uh, Justin O'Neill was he was being paid like one of the highest paid centers in the game. Mm. Jordan McLean is on massive money. His contract, I believe, ends this year.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: we we mentioned him before. Jason Tamayo. That's 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 a big fish right there. Is I I know you mentioned him just before, but mm. do you, do you think he'll finish his uh, contract
1: at the Cowboys? It's a good question. Um, I. Well, as it stands right now, probably, but it probably, you know, a lot, a lot of it's probably going to depend on how this year plays out for him. I mean, I still think he's he's one of if not the best forward in the game on his day, Jase. But he didn't have a great year last year, did he? No. You know, on his day, he's probably worth what they're paying him, but he didn't have many of those days last year. Um, so you know, it's a big year for him, really. It's a big year to show he's he, he wants that pay packet again and he justifies the price tag. So. Um, you know, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't aim up again, then you could potentially see some movement because you know what's he got? Four, as I said, four or five years left in that deal and he's not aiming up. You can't imagine the Cowboys going to want to keep forking that money out for a guy who's not worth it. And potentially if Jason's unhappy, maybe Jason looks to get, get out. So it's a big year for him in the club. Huge year.
0: There wouldn't be a lack of interest in him i wouldn't have thought even with a no. bit of a down year last year like people people have to understand like he broke his hand three times last year like like he he, he went through the wars a little bit last year and i i look at a team like melbourne and you know melbourne losing a lot of forwards over the next sort of 12 mm. months and they've got um like they did get nelson back obviously but tui Kamitha is under a bit of a cloud and you know you lose both the Bromwich brothers like i, I look at a team like that and think that they could be a, a team interested there
1: yeah, potentially. I mean, they're certainly going to be on the lookout for some forwards because they've lost Felice Capucci as well and Brandon Smith to the end of the year. So, mind you, they've got a lot of money tied up in their spines, a lot of money tied up in Papanau's and Hughes, Munster, and Grant. Um, it doesn't probably, it would limit their ability to go and sign a guy like Jason Tomorrow, I'd, I'd imagine. But, and they've also signed Christian Walsh to a long term deal. So, they've got a lot of money locked up in guys already. Um, there'd be clubs falling over themselves. To sign Jason Tomalero if he suddenly hit the market at the end of this end of this year. And he's still a world class player and yeah, yeah, you know, there'd be clubs everywhere wanting to sign him. So um, you know, if it comes to that, the, there won't be an issue for Jason finding another club.
0: I'd like to move into Melbourne while we're on the topic. Um Jack Howarth, big deal over the past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh it's a very un-Melbourne-like move, isn't it, to sign a to sign a player who hasn't played a game to a big contract like this?
1: Well, it's huge raps on him, huge raps on him, and, you know, with losing Felice and Kenny, they have got a, they need some edge-back rowers, and that's what he is, and, you know, speaking of people in the past couple of days about him, they tell you, he's a really good footballer, he's going to be an outstanding first grader, so, you know, they've obviously made a decision to commit to him, and... Um, It sounds like on the face of it, it's a pretty good decision. Now, I mean, he's like a lot of blokes at that age, right? The last couple of years with COVID, it's restricted their development because the seasons in the Queensland Cup and New New South Wales Cup have been shortened um, and haven't played as much footy. So he's probably behind a little bit bit in that respect. I think he's had some bad injuries too. But as I said, people I talk to tell you he is the real deal. He's going to be a really good footballer. So, you know, it's a bit of a change in the garden, Melbourne, in many respects. But it sounds like they have got a good one in Jack Howarth.
0: He's a phenomenal talent, and I know that Kenny and Felice will still be starting there, no question, this year. But you'd have to think Jack finds a bench role at some point, but particularly on the money he's on. You know, I, you know, personal opinion. I don't think you can pay a player that money if they can't help you right now.
1: Oh, I, I, I think he would have played a bit more first grade, up for injuries by now. But he'd certainly be. I would have thought he'd be. He'd probably be in the 17 most weeks, Jack Howarth, given. Um, they 've got to get him ready for when kenny and 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 uh, Felice leave, so he 's going to play plenty of first grade this year injury permitting i 'd imagine
0: yeah right it 's a bit of a changing of the guard down there with the Bromwich brothers leaving Felice and Brandon Smith and Tui under a cloud and they they're losing they 're losing a lot there um, mm-hmm. and they 've lost Dale obviously in recent times uh, do, do you think could could you see them being in the market for a for a big time front rower uh,
1: over the next twelve months? Well, I got Christian, obviously, but I don't know if they've got the money for it, to be honest. I, you know, I mentioned that spine. You, you know, you consider uh, Pappenhausen's probably on eight hundred plus. Munsters on nine hundred or so, nine hundred plus. You know, Jerome did that deal It puts him on about eight fifty, I think, and then Harry's on, I think, around the six hundred, and probably worth a lot more than that. And I would, it would surprise me if they didn't upgrade, try and upgrade and extend him at some point. So, when you've know, got that amount of money in your spine, then you pay. Christian, well, it's another six hundred or so. It, you, you probably can't go and sign a big money front rower. You know, there's been some whispers about players around that they're looking at, um, and you know, particularly if Tilly doesn't come back from what he's going through at the moment, they're going to have to go to market, I would imagine, and find someone. But I can't imagine going to be showing selling selling out eight hundred, nine hundred for a um, a front row, it's probably going to be looking the the, the middle tier around the around the five hundred. Mark, but you get a good player for that amount of money. So um, they're going to do some shopping this year, I think. Melbourne, they're going to they're
0: going to be in the market. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Jesse Bromwich on about seven hundred, and Nelson is on about six fifty. And but I I do understand your point that uh, Harry Grant obviously will need a upgrade and extension at some point in the next twelve months. Mm. You would think. I'd like to move on to the Bulldogs. Uh, Whilst Mm. whilst clearly heading in the right direction. I personally don't think... I wouldn't say a chance, but I'd certainly consider it the massive outsiders to make the eight. Where Where are you with the Dogs in in relation to this year?
1: I'm with you. I said, you know, what they win last year? Three games? Yeah. I know they've signed some good players, but to go from three wins to making the eight, um, it just, it's it's beyond me. I don't think that's possible. And, and particularly when you look at their spine, we talked about Melbourne's spine. We look at Canterbury spine. You've got Matt Dufty who... The Dragons were happy to let go. I mean, the hook will probably be Jer- Jeremy Marshall King, um, and the halves they've got. You know, obviously Matt going to be a really good footballer, but Avarillo, Kyle Flanagan, neither of them convincing. So I think they've got issues in their spine. You know, they've got a good forward pack, some decent outside backs, but you can't win footy games. You can't win consistently in NRL unless you've got a decent spine. I think that's what's going to hold them back. So I, I, look, I think they're going to finish anywhere from. Tenth to sixteenth, Canterbury. I just don't think they can make the eight.
0: I'm I'm with you, and that that's my exact point. You know, you look at their spine, Matt Burton, great player, but you know he's been the number four or five option at Penrith. You know, like Penrith go pretty good, and you look at the rest of the spine, you think, well, you guys aren't in the top ten of your position anywhere. Like it's it's a real struggle for me to see them making finals. Would you start Kyle Flanagan at halfback?
1: Oh, I don't know. That depends how his preseason goes. Probably not.
0: It wasn't a very encouraging year last year. Like I, 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 actually felt sorry for him. I watched him play a New South Wales Cup game last year, and it, it was it wasn't pretty then either. And Avarillo, to, to be fair, in a bad team, he did show signs at the end of the year. Yeah, I
1: think they like him actually. I think Gus likes him, so that might uh, play a part. There
0: were there were some rumours about Luke Thompson um, potentially moving on. Uh, this off season, but it probably won't happen now, but uh, mm. do you think do you think he's there long term?
1: No, I don't think i don't think Thompson will be there long term. I think at some point um he'll leave I just don't know when that'll be may potentially at the end of the end of end of this season um he may be given an opportunity to go because the, the dogs are somewhat kick out and Marnie and they've got to create some solo cap space i'd imagine for those guys so Thompson's a guy who's on big dollars, um, and there's some other clubs interested in him. So if you, uh, if was bet, I was to hazard a bet, I reckon this might, might be Luke Thompson last year at the Bulldogs. For
0: 2023, Parramatta lose Marnie, like you just mentioned before, and mm. Papali'i and Nir And Do you think this will be Brad Arthur's last year as well?
1: Yeah, unless they have an absolute disaster, I don't think Brad's going anywhere. Uh, and I don't think they're going to have a disaster with the side they've got. I think they're in a pretty good spot heading into this year, given they went so close last year. So, you know, unless they have a miserable, miserable season, Brad will be there next year. And I don't think they will have a miserable year. So, you know, I don't think Brad's going anywhere in the short term. Um, you know, but unless you can get them over the hump, this might be, this might be his last year at the Parramatta because he's been there a while now and hasn't hasn't got it done. But, you know, they went pretty close last year. I think. You know, they'll be a decent threat again this year, I reckon.
0: I personally thought, Reedy, really, that Dylan Brown was quite a disappointment last year. Um, what are your yeah. thoughts on Dylan Brown?
1: Yeah, he well, I was. I mean, he didn't have a great year, Dylan Brown, did he? There was a lot of, lot of expectation around him. He's such a talented young player. But no, he didn't have a great year last year. Um, it's a huge year for him because he had an option in his contract, actually, for, for next season. and as I, It's on big dollars. But as I understand it, there wasn't much interest in him. But... Um, you know, I think it's a huge year for Dylan Brown. If he can have a big year this year, then take some pressure off Guteson, take some pressure off Mitchell Moses. Um, it'll help Parramatta immensely. And he's so talented; he's such a talented footballer, man. He's good to, he's great to watch Dylan Brown. I love watching him play the game, but he just he just wasn't at the races really this year. Well he's gonna have to year. he's
0: gonna have to, isn't he? Because with Reed Marnie going next year, if they if, it, if mm. they are to keep him there long term, then
1: you know, Reed Marnie's a, a big hole of fill well, i am sign Josh Hodgson, obviously. And he's needs footballer. Yep. Um, but Brown just needs to for his own development needs, needs to improve on what he did last, last season. I mean he just wasn't he just wasn't great. He had some injury in the year, but he just didn't have his greatest year. But I, you know, I, I think there's enough talent there and he's young enough. You can't get up on the guy. I mean I think I think he's still gonna be a really good footballer and and if he can if he can raise his game this year then you know, you think about with Moses, as I said, Moses, Guffins and Marnie a decent forward pack. You know they're they're capable of. You know some young kids like Pannocci and the centers coming through. They're, they're a capable football team, and if Dylan Brown elevates his game. They're a genuine threat.
0: There were some talks that the Dolphins might be interested in Junior Paulo. Did you, has hmm. Junior Paulo recommitted to the Eels yet? I know Ringdale. Yeah yeah, 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 no, no, he's he's
1: recommitted Junior Paulo. So he signed an extension, a three or four year extension okay. um, at Parramatta. So he's uh, he's there for a while.
0: Okay, Reedy, I've got three quick questions to mm-hmm. finish it off for you. Uh, yeah. A team who didn't make the eight last year that will make the eight this year? Cronella. Uh, Cronella. Cronulla.
1: Cronulla. Cronulla.
0: Yep. I, 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 I'll yep. go St George I, I had Anthony Griffin on last week and oh, okay. I, 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 I think there's a real lot of upside there in St George and before the yeah. barbecue, you know they they were in a pretty good spot pre-barbecue and they, that sort of yeah. uh, rattled their
1: season a little bit I need know? some kids to come through they don't they, the Sloans and the um, Pomona's yep. of the world to come through but I just like Cronulla because you know, I think Craig Fitzgibbon's going to be a great coach Panukin's a good signing, Hines a good signing, I think I think they're in a good spot
0: Nico to half halfback that is that, is that the plan? That, that's a little bit interesting, isn't it?
1: Well, it is, but apparently he played a little bit in his younger years. He um, he's pretty good last year, Nico, playing a variety of positions. So, you know, he's a good footballer, Nico. Whether he's an elite halfback, we'll, we'll find out.
0: What's more likely, Reedy? Caelan Ponger or Cameron Munster sign with the Dolphins?
1: <laughs> I think Ponger's more likely, but I don't think he'll be a Ponger either. Um, really? I think he might stay at the Knights, Caelan. Uh, I think Munster's told Melbourne he wants to stay there long term. So, you know, I think they're going to struggle with either, either of those guys. But if you if you ask me, one of them was more likely. I'd have to say Ponger just because I think I think Munster feels a bit of debt of gratitude to Melbourne, and um, I think he wants to stay down there.
0: But even then, you don't think that they'll get Ponger either.
1: I don't think so. I just think he's on huge money at Newcastle, and his family's pretty settled there. I think he wants to win something there. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's impossible, but I just think it's an uphill battle for the Dolphins. I think you have to pay him a hell of a lot of money to convince him to go.
0: God, the Dolphins are in a bit a bit of a position already, aren't they? They've got a bit of Dad's Army happening at the moment. Like they, they're they really signing. Yeah, signed well, any. You
1: know, they've signed some leaders, and you know, you need leaders and blokes from good good football clubs and good environments to, you know, when. In your, in your formative years. So I think they've been smart in that respect. They just need to sign some strike players, some spine guys. Walsh,
0: uh, and they I come. Is he an option, Reese Walsh?
1: Well, he's got an out clause in his contract, yeah, it's, but it's not for another two years, I think. So, right. you know, he's a couple of years away, I'd suspect. They won't get him for 23, I wouldn't imagine. The Warriors are going to be happy to see him go. So I, I, th- I think they're pushing uphill to get him for, for next season, but certainly down the track, I think he'd be an option.
0: And finally, Reedy, can you give me a bold prediction this year for a story hmm. later on?
1: Well, my bold prediction as a devout Queenslander is Billy's going to be the saviour. He's going to bring <laughs> Origin home, baby. The great man. <laughs> Billy, Cam, the Dream Team, they're going to make it happen. Getting the band back together. We're yeah. back, baby. We're back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Reedy, that's all I've got for you. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's been great. No Thanks so much for your time. Good as go. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. A big thanks to Brent for coming on the show today. He's one of the most knowledgeable people in the game, so to have him on the show and get his thoughts was a lot of fun. By the way, if you want to get in contact with me, you can on Twitter, at TCanfell, and don't forget to give the 6 Go Facebook page a like as well. My name is Tom Canfell. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and
1: subscribe. And until next time, this has been the 6 Go podcast, and that is full time.